0: This week we're on a roll with some marbles on multiple paths, plus we find out if NBA 2K21 Arcade is a slam dunk. It's Friday, July 9th, 2021, time to insert a token to play.
1: Hello and welcome to Insert Token to Play. I'm John, sitting here with my typical player two, my little brother James. How we doing, Jimbo? Oh, I'm doing great this week. How about yourself? I'm doing really good. Really enjoyed the games this week, especially after last week having two games that were very, very similar. These are super different, excited to talk about them. Yeah,
0: especially because we had different experiences even with those games last week. Now we get games that are, are super different, like you said, like you can't get much more different than these.
1: Right, and perfect timing with the NBA with all the games going on, so it was fun to kind of relate to what's happening in the real world. Right, but
0: before we get to that, let's talk about the one that we started talking about last time, Marble It Up Mayhem from the Marble Collective. <laughs> joy of rolling is back and better than ever marble it up mayhem is the newest chapter in marble platforming fresh from the minds behind marble it up and marble blast world-class level design buttery smooth controls and brand new multiplayer welcome to the beginning of the best marble experience yet is it your best marble experience yet
1: i can't say it's not my best marble experience was it butterly smooth for you?
0: Um, I don't know. Like the the fall off animations looked pretty smooth every time I saw them. So, <laughs> uh, to to give a little context with this game, basically you're a marble rolling on paths. You know, generally hills that go a little bit up or down, trying to reach some sort of goal, be it an end of the path or collecting crystals and then getting to some sort of goal as well. So you're moving along, trying to get to where you need to go and trying to not get stuck on the walls too much
1: impossible to stop once you stop going especially once you start getting the power-ups the lightning bolt and the other stuff where we're super useful i can't tell you how many times i got to the level end of the level and i was literally going so fast and i would just miss it and it was like i'm gone like you said the falling animation off got really used to that one
0: (laughs) And I don't know if it was okay that I didn't get mad at seeing it every time or not, but I just, all I could do every time that that happened to me was just laugh because I'm like, there it is again. Me missing the goal by just a little bit of a turn.
1: Thank goodness for checkpoints.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just too bad the clock didn't reset back to that checkpoint time, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. What I really enjoyed with the game, I mean, the scenery and stuff was really cool, the levels were different, there were different components. I also liked, you kind of talked about reaching goals or different objectives. Sometimes it was literally getting from A to B as fast as you could. Sometimes you had to find the gems. There was different paths. And for me, that allowed me to replay or to continue playing the different levels. Did you have a favorite mode that you liked? Oh, gosh.
0: I don't know if I did have a favorite mode that I liked. I found myself most impressed with the ones that had a lot of the puzzle solving along the way. I think about um, the, a lot of the ones that had the cogs, where you had to kind of climb and time your your. Uh, jumps and movements to really get there. I know the level I was stuck on the most and got frustrated with was called braids because every time you get to like a a central platform, then suddenly there's four paths and each one can get you to where you're going, but they're slightly different and the end might be a little bit different. And so I was like, I need to do this one because then I'll understand it and move with it and had a lot of those lightnings that give you those speed bursts and then I'd use it at the wrong time and slightly fall off the edge. I'm like, oh, I need to go there again. And I was like, oh, maybe I should try something different. Maybe that's not the right path for me. And I got stuck there. But how about you? Which ones were you really enjoying?
1: I like the speed ones, honestly. It was fun doing the slower control ones, but I found that I would really take my time. Where the speed ones, I was obviously going as fast as I could. But I'd also be trying to find different ways to get from A to B. I also found that you could do certain things to like manipulate the marble where you'd launch yourself, maybe oh. where you're not supposed to, we'll yeah. say. So I could skip large parts of the level with a lot of trial and error, a lot of trial and error, but it was a lot of fun to kind of do that discovery and replay the levels and find different ways to beat it. Also learning how to use the power-ups, like the speed one, which is my favorite. Finally realizing that you could use the speed in the middle of the air... Oh, I didn't know You that. didn't need to be rolling. So you could literally like, jump, and if you were going to miss it, you could hit the the lightning bolt, and you could kind of save yourself. So that kind of just added different play mode to it. The bouncing, the wing ones, you know, f- fun. Those, those were straightforward. <laughs> yeah, necessary. But I felt like you could do so much more with specifically the lightning bolt.
0: Yeah, that one definitely had the most flexibility. Yeah. Uh, did, the
1: floating one was fun. Very true. I mean, and it, the levels were huge and they were so unique.
0: Yeah, that that's something that got me. I was so impressed with how many different designs there were and yet maintaining so much simplicity in terms of what they were using. You know, you had the four power-ups that we talked about plus the, the clock that we haven't talked about that just saves you some time. Uh, but otherwise, it's just building on the, the ramps, the hills, the turning, the jumping, and everything from there. But I, I made it only through, I think, the first four worlds of, of all the levels. And saw a whole lot, and I'm just impressed with how much there is and how much I didn't see in those, too.
1: The material and the texture of the levels, it talks about being beautiful designs. I mean, it was, like, shiny, reflective. Like, they spent a lot of time with the texture, we'll say, of the levels. But there was a lot of thought in the levels as well because a lot of them were puzzles. Yeah, did you end up unlocking a lot of the marbles, the hats, the trails, any of that stuff?
0: I I've been hoarding my crystals, so I bought I bought two more of the marble ones. I bought one of the hats. I think it was like the devil ears, and I bought one more of the trails that I, I've been pretty stuck on the whole time. But I'm sitting on about forty thousand crystals, so I can get my fair share of these things. And it was nice that it was so easy to get those crystals, so I could find the customization. Now the ones I bought, I tried to focus on the ones that were like shard purchase only. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the other ones, there's potential to unlock them, I just have to figure out how to get them in the levels.
1: It's funny you say that because I did basically the same thing. I didn't hoard them, though. I spent them like they were burning a <laughs> hole in my pocket. I really. What was fun about some of them, I bought. My favorite one was the Dragon Scale. Oh, I don't And not that. just because we're watching Game of Thrones right now, but <laughs> rewatching. But I really liked that one. I thought it looked cool. But what was neat with some of the marbles is it almost looked like there was a mechanism or like a clock or machinery in them. So even the marbles, there was like four pages. There's like 50, 60 different types of marbles. But the ones where the marble would actually move and do stuff inside of the marble, there was one that looked like a universe. It was just really neat. And wanting to earn those crystals to get more of the marbles kind of became a drive to keep playing through the levels and like you said some of them you would find something to find the mecca in the level or beat it in a diamond diamond time or whatever kind of gave you incentive to replay the levels to try to figure out faster ways or quicker ways to do it.
0: Yeah, and I definitely saw a lot of those mechanisms. I went back to a lot of the earlier levels to try to figure out, because there was one I wanted, and I think it might have even been the first level secret. I couldn't find it. But there are a lot of them I'm just like, I don't know how to get there. I think I need to spend more time in the game to understand how I can kind of... Play the tricks with the padding. Like you talked a lot about trial and error of getting around the levels. I didn't have that trial and error. A lot of time I just had the error where I ended up flying around more than I wanted to. Uh, but it was, it was awesome to kind of have that experience.
1: Really easy game to just like pick up and I want to play a level click, no problem. My problem though was I'd pick it up and I'd end up playing like six or seven levels.
0: (laughs) It's so easy to just keep hitting that play next button. I so agree. Even I I know I got stuck on at least one level for like 12 or 14 minutes. It's embarrassing to look back at that one in my Game Center profile. So I, I hope you haven't gotten to that level yet to really see how poor I did on that one. But even then, I'm like, I didn't get frustrated. I was willing to keep on going and figuring out and playing the next one to know it was there. So I am right with you on that. The replayability was so easy.
1: And when you lose a level or like me and you kept missing the end, you just, I got to beat it. I just keep playing it. I got to beat it. And I just can't put it down until I beat it.
0: Especially if there was that checkpoint, right?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And that made it easier too because you didn't have to restart from the whole thing, which would be super frustrating. But I think that's just a good sign of how the quality of the game is, is you just can't put it down or you don't feel like you want to.
0: Yeah, I I think based on what we read about the developer in this game ahead of time, it's clear they've done something like this before because they're able to create something so similar and do it so well in such a polished fashion. It's clear they have experience and it's really built out to something nice.
1: I think the stuff where I talked about like hard to stop, kind of hard to do some of the controlling. I only played it on my phone. I don't know if you tried it. That's all I did too. I think making it difficult like that makes it more playable because if it's too easy, then there's no challenge and then there's no reason to keep trying. So for here, having a little bit of difficulty in the control actually, I think, made for a better like game experience because it made it more challenging.
0: Yeah, I agree. the The I think the biggest challenge for me in the controls was... Uh, Just the turning aspect, because you could turn either by moving the left thumb, which was the joystick that controlled the roll, or the right thumb, which controlled the camera, as well as had access to like jumping and special abilities. I struggled with that a lot early on, and probably still do, of finding the right balance of turn. Is that where you kind of hit yourself the hardest, too, with a lot of the challenge?
1: I completely gave up on the right finger turning with the camera, because I was struggling so much with it. I would literally only use it if I was stuck Or I got turned around and then I would literally just turn the camera and go. Hmm. So I found what worked for me really well for the turning, you know, when you're going forward, people tend to, when you want to turn left, you kind of almost go at like a 45 angle or whatever. Yeah. And I found like if I started going almost the opposite angle and like working backwards, it would kind of slow you down. So that helped for me for a lot of the control. Also doing the jumping in place to kind of get the rolling going in the direction you want helped as well. Also realizing that you can semi-control it in the air helped. So those were the couple of things that I found that really helped me not really master, but just get a little bit more control and... Not trying to do too much with using the right finger.
0: See, here I felt super cool just reading the tip of like, if you hold the jump button while you're in the air, as soon as you land, you jump again. And here you are just like spitting out physics about how the game plays and how to get yourself rolling from nothing. And I was just
1: like, jeez, John, you're going to kick my butt anytime we play this game now. I, I, w- I maybe have played a marble game before, <laughs> but... I don't know, that's the part that I find so interesting though, it's not really sci fi in a way, there's yeah. actually some like logic to it. Yeah,
0: when I was playing it, I kept on thinking about the game Fall Guys, I don't know if you're familiar with this one, but it's it's a game where people are running around kind of as stupid characters trying to get through a, a maze or climb a mount, and you want to be the first one up there, and you're kind of fighting with each other and pushing and dealing with a lot of obstacles trying not to fall off the edge and the level design just kept making me think about that, because like there's a lot of things in the way and with mayhem in the name i think if you would have those 10 or 16 marbles playing at the same time you'd really be bumping into each other now i can't say that from much experience i tried multiplayer once and i was only able to find one other person to play with me and they kept quitting and rejoining and we were just doing a gem hunt and so i had so many points and it was the middle of the level and so there's no way that person was going to catch up so i didn't get that experience but i'm not upset that i didn't get that
1: i tried multiplayer as well one time similar experience there wasn't really anyone to join which might have just been poor timing but I had so much fun just doing the quests and trying to unlock stuff that I didn't feel like I missed out as much last week we had the one game where the multiplayer really drove us to keep wanting to play it yeah or this it was like the opposite like I take take or leave the multiplayer and maybe the mayhem if we would have got into a game with eight other marbles and ourselves and it was chaotic Maybe that would have been just like so much fun. But for what it was, I don't feel like I missed out on the multiplayer at all.
0: This is another one, like talking about that. I think this would be fun if you could get like a land style party together where you have all your people screaming and yelling at each other, like, who pushed me off the edge? Like, I think that would bring a lot of joy because then you get that real life mayhem along with the game mayhem.
1: Completely agree. Definitely some type of party game. Honestly, I could see this being in like a real-life arcade where you have like a ball that you're rolling. Oh, yeah. And you're maybe in a circle and you're all kind of talking... Trash. Trash, yep, to each other. Well put. <laughs> you know, maybe with a beverage, I could see that being just a ton of fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So maybe tell our marble our marble friends they're, Ta- they're missing out. Time, time to go full old-school arcade game, right? So. Right, for sure. So overall, what are your thoughts?
0: I came in with unknown expectations and i came out with a game that i was happy to pick up and play just about any time for a couple of minutes and like we've said became 20 30 minutes no problem easy pickup easy to put down happy to keep playing this one really a gem that i think has been lost to the time which is why we had trouble with the multiplayer
1: completely agree i'm gonna keep playing it because i want to unlock the black hole marble i i just want it i don't know why but perfect pickup game for me a lot of this is can i pick it up at lunch and we just take a mental break and i really enjoyed it definitely definitely a play game to me i can't
0: wait to hear all the stories of how you figure out how to unlock all those marbles that are like on top of arches or high peaks when i'm like i have no clue there's no like super high jump to get me up there so when you figure it out it's it's gonna be cool to see hopefully
1: for sure i'll, I'll definitely show you cool
0: Alright, let's move on to game number two this week, and it is NBA 2K21 Arcade, the port of the actual console game that you would typically play from 2K Sports. They describe it as NBA 2K21 puts you on the court with today's top NBA stars, pick up a competitive quick match in one of the 30 NBA arenas or on the blacktop, jump into a multiplayer game with a friend, or start your journey to NBA legend status in my career mode everything is game in nba 2k21
1: i can tell you my nba my career character is probably not going to be an nba legend (laughs) what what position did you go for shooting guard of course i had to go shooting guard i liked the character setup i enjoyed the different options and i liked how you almost set characteristics or like you had the graph did you do the i did yep okay perfect So there's like a graph and you kind of pick your strengths. So it's not like a classic create-your-own-player where you're literally going through every stat and you have like weights and you're going through, you kind of pick more of a style. Of course, I just went with the shooting guard. Of course. And I had to pick the person who had a 95 shooting. Yep, that makes sense. Right? I'm not saying it helped. (laughs) And I really wish, and I was looking for it. Maybe I missed it. And maybe it's not in the non-arcade mode. I literally wanted a mode where I could just go shoot. Oh, sure. It took me a long time to get good with the shooting, and it dawned on me that I haven't played a real, like, I guess you'd say, like a simulation NBA game for years. I've done a lot of, like, the more arcade style games of basketball games, but more of a simulation, like, true basketball style, I haven't played for years. And it definitely struggled.
0: I was going to ask that question because I was thinking about my answer. And I'm pretty sure the last time I played an actual basketball game was NBA Street 2. (laughs) I swear there was some sort of basketball part of a Space Jam game that I played at some point. But otherwise, we're probably talking like NBA 2000 at best for me of the last time I played. And that was definitely on a PC in our basement back home.
1: (laughs) I was thinking through that as well. And I know I played some on the PS2, and it took me a while to realize, was it since the Dreamcast? <laughs> wow. But no, no, definitely a PS2-type game with other people in school.
0: See, now you're, you're taking me back, because I remember you'd play with your friends, and you had, like, Rebound Hound on your team. Rebound
1: Hound. Yeah, you put in the cheat code, you got a 10-footer playing. Couldn't find that in this game. <laughs> Would have been nice. <laughs> What type of player did you make? So I made a center. Smart. I I did
0: end up trying a shooting guard, and I'll get to that story. But I I did a center because I looked at the Bucks roster and saw that the center was one of the weaker two positions. I'm like, I can probably figure out how to do this. When when I think about like my ideal basketball thought it is kind of in the defensive world. I'm not much of a, a scorer. I like to. Uh, keep our team in check and move the ball around as much as I can. So I'm like, you know what? Center is going to be fine. I figure point guards too much pressure for how little I've actually played this game. And I actually had an okay time with this better than I expected picking up a basketball game because basketball is definitely not a big interest of mine. I'll happily watch March Madness. The basketball game happens to be on. I know my grandpa really likes to watch them. I'll, I'll sit and watch it with him. It doesn't bother me, but it's not something I'll really seek out myself. So not having any idea of like good strategy or what i'm supposed to do it was a lot of guessing game i became really good at setting picks (laughs) yep and i tried to get good at rebounding i got okay and i tried to get good at blocking and that was that was real hit or miss there was a lot there was a lot of bad block attempts on my part
1: it's funny that a you also picked the bucks so i find that interesting i mean time of year it makes sense at least last week go bucks yeah but yeah, the pick and roll game is so prevalent in the NBA game now. That's kind of what I ended up doing too. Well, first off, I would press the button and be like, hey, give me the ball. <laughs> yep. And they'd be like, failed. They ignored you, ignored you. Yep. again. <laughs> Which was interesting in my career because you only could be your person yep. versus the other one you could switch people around. But that's what ended up happening for me. I would set a pick. I would roll off. And most of the time I get a dish and you know I have, you know, a little elbow type shot and I got really good at those elbow type shots. Sadly, the thing I struggled with was like layups and stuff. <laughs> I feel like I kept like pushing it like I wanted to shoot versus just holding it, which you needed to do. And yeah, it's like layups. I'm a shooting guard and I can't shoot a layup. Yeah.
0: So I think what helped me was shifting to my Apple TV and playing with the controller. I didn't hate the touch controls as much as I expected to, but it definitely felt limiting. Because once you got onto the controller, then you really had the flexibility in these 2K games. They use the the right stick a lot for layups and uh, ball movement things that really make a difference. And so playing center, I needed to figure out how to do this as well as I changed the setting that I didn't have to do the shot meter when I was just trying to do a layup because I needed all the help I could get. That option menu was a, a lifesaver for me.
1: You might have to show me that one.
0: Yeah, I, I think you'll like seeing that one. It it helps a lot.
1: I could not get to install on my Apple TV. Mm. I, don't, I can't tell you what the problem was. I installed other apps. So similar to Ford, probably a John issue, which is fine. I installed right away on my Mac and I got my controller hooked up to it. So that was fine. And like you said, the controls on the phone weren't that bad, but there'd be times where it'd be like you'd miss the button on the phone on your right hand versus like having a controller and it feels more like a game. And it looked great on the bigger screen. And like the graphics were great. The gameplay felt smooth. Playing defense was really hard. Yes like you'd even press the button to like square up and get into a lower defensive stance, and they'd still like get by you. So by lack of NBA playing of these serious like games definitely showed up, but I did have fun with it, even though I stunk. Yeah,
0: I agree. And I, I think uh, going back to your last point, that's, that's probably one of the biggest hangups for me on this game is I had a better experience playing with a controller and an okay experience playing on the phone. And I think about the games that we're trying to play in Apple Arcade. And I think that knocks it down for me where, it's it's i may as well be playing nba 2k21 on one of the consoles instead and that would also get more access to a few more of the game modes cuz like we we talked about we had the the three basic game modes we played a lot of my career i also did try a shooting guard for a little bit cuz i'm like maybe i should be out shooting my first three shot attempts were blocked I'm oh. like, I thought I was open, but I was not, <laughs> and so I'm like, you know what, this is not for me. We're going back to the center. Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, uh, not not my game style. Uh, and then there was the the play now. There's a the multiplayer and there's black the blacktop. The blacktop one was fun. I thought going back to the three on three, making the court a lot more open, but there was no like franchise or team mode. And when I play, I play a lot of Madden. That's, that's my sports game of choice. And the franchise mode of building the roster, going through the draft, watching people progress, figuring out trades, that's really my jam. And since they had to kind of take something out, I assume, to make this mobile-friendly, I'm sad that that was the choice.
1: Agreed. I thought the career mode would have more of that type of feel versus just dialogue practice, which practice was just a game. Dialogue. Game dialogue game I agree with you though with the blacktop it was fun having the three on three it just felt more fun there's more to do there's less congestion which I know is part of the game and spreading the ball but especially when you're still kind of getting back into it the three on three worked a lot and allowed you for a lot more of those one on one type plays I will say that a couple of the first times I did the blacktop I may have stacked my team a little bit because you got to (laughs) pick who you want so that definitely helped, but I probably needed that when I first started playing. There's
0: nothing wrong with that. That that works out really well.
1: When the team you're playing, you can't even name the players. I don't know. Yeah, you <laughs> <But> know,
0: <laughs> everyone needs an easy mode to start with sometimes. So,
1: for sure. But again, I just as simple as letting me like having a mode that you can sh- like shoot. Just to get a little bit more comfortable with the controls, because that was part of it. It took so long to figure out the controls for me as yeah. well. Like the right joystick shooting threw me off so much because that's how you would also do crossover moves. So I found myself like dribbling, stopping, pump faking. And I'm like, Ugh, now pass. Well, maybe I would shoot, but I, I mean, you're, you should pass. You should pass. I'm not saying I always passed. Yep. But I wasn't blocked three times, so I had a false sense of confidence in my shooting ability. Much better than mine. The 95 helped. It made definitely a little late, a little early would still go in. But it'd be the uncontested open shots where I swear I hit green and he's still missing. I'm just like, come on. The NBA players don't actually ever miss. So no, not that much. Missing? Right. I wish I would have tried a center. You made it sound so much fun. It
0: was fun. Like It was simple. Like You, you hang out on your guy near the basket. You, you peel off if someone's making a break for it, and you just kind of sit in your low mode. Just make sure you don't get called for three in the key as much as I did.
1: Yep. Forgot uh, about that one. Offense and defense. I did that one a couple times as well. <laughs> well, the first time it was called, I was like, which dummy was in the key and then i'm like oh (laughs) and then then you watch your teammate score go from b plus to b minus (laughs) right yeah i'm not saying i never hit a d but (laughs) maybe hit d one time but yeah definitely learned a couple rules like oh yeah there's a man rule Mm. like you can't just be playing zone
0: (laughs) i know yeah big difference so oh and that that reminds me too of one of my hangups on this my career mode too is you know, as as the backup center, <laughs> pride and joy, like, you know, you get subbed in. And I think they gave a lot more play time to you than what you should have gotten as the backup center. But it seemed like every time I was in, Giannis was on the bench. Right. And, and I'm like, he never goes on the bench. Okay, fine. He goes on the bench probably for like five or ten minutes a game. But I'm like, he changes the whole dynamic of the game. And I'm playing without him every time. And so I'm I'm dependent on uh, Chris Middleton or Holiday if they're in, and I, I swear I was only maybe one of them if I was lucky, and so it just felt like I was always on the B team.
1: In the practices, you talk about the B team, and you're literally playing like the starters versus no namers and yourself. You're never gonna win that. No. But Giannis was ridiculous in the game. Oh my like, gosh, he would, and it's like never take him out, never <laughs> take him out. So there was definitely something with the superstars in the game. They were definitely not OP'd, but they were so above and beyond everyone else. And every shot, like their contested shots, like no problem. So I wonder how the balance... It seems like maybe there's like a weird balancing in the game or...
0: Our lack of knowledge and experience is showing.
1: We're just really bad, I guess.
0: That's possible too.
1: I did have fun playing it though, and I could see myself doing more of it. But to your point before... I want the franchise. Mm-hmm. I want those extra modes. I want to trade and and do those type of things and control the roster a little bit more and stuff like that. And when I say give me the ball, I want the ball. Right. That's what I want. I want to figure out how to do that. But for picking up a basketball game after all these years, I wasn't disappointed, but it didn't like suck me in forever, yeah. we'll say.
0: I agree. I was more impressed than what I was expected to be. I had a lot more fun with it than I thought I would. But since it's not a franchise I'm super interested in, and I don't think it's something you can just pick up every once in a while and play a game, you, you kind of have to go all in to really understand how the game is played to remember the controls and have that muscle memory. I don't see myself continuing this too much, but I'm glad I got to see it. More importantly, I'm glad to see titles like this making it onto Apple Arcade.
1: Completely agree. It kind of opens the door for the other games. I'm kind of hoping we can get like a, baseball game, even two for the time of the year because it kind of got me a little bit of a sports fever. So if anything that helped a lot. And I'll be curious to see, I know there's other type of football games or I saw there was cricket. I kind of was looking through the other sports oh. and I'm like, "Oh, we've never played cricket before." And again, even though I'm with you, I I want to play a multiplayer game with you and we can have like the worst on worst and we can see the first <laughs> one to get to like 5 points, I'm sure. <laughs> which could be interesting. I wonder if we can do a blacktop and three-on-three to make that a little bit easier on us. But it definitely got me more excited for the other type of sports games, which I don't traditionally think of, like picking up my phone and playing a sports game. And this game honestly made me a believer, even though I'm with you. I'm not a huge gamer franchise for basketball, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to more sports games now. to roll the randomizer and see what games we will get our first impressions on before playing a little bit longer this week.
0: Right, we really need that. So it looks like we're playing a game called Dreadnautical Ooh. from Zen Studios.
1: All right, I like the sound of that.
0: Yeah, I try to keep up on a lot of the games and talk about Apple Arcade. This is one I have not seen or heard anything about. I know I can see on my chart it came out about 2 years ago at this point. So maybe maybe it's kind of lost its its glimmer or just never quite caught the hype, but we'll find out.
1: Based on the name and looking at the video array, not what I expected. I heard dread nautical and I think nautical more sea-based, you know, that type of horror game and to me there's like monsters and you're like running around. It almost looks turn-based to me. It does. Oh, you're on a cruise liner. Okay, Okay, got the nautical. Yep.
0: Based on their their little tagline that they have under it, Strategize, Recruit, Survive. It looks like you're trying to basically survive, I imagine, some sort of horror night on a cruise ship.
1: Supernatural forces have overwhelmed the ship. Turn-based RPG must be our thing right now.
0: Apparently, this is the category we're just meant to hit.
1: It must be a big game, because like the graphics don't look that overwhelming. Like the basketball game was big. Yeah. I know on the Mac, it was like six or seven gigs. It was big. But, I mean, the graphics were great.
0: Yeah, like the fact that you could read the player names so easily on any device was incredible.
1: Did you look through the different hairstyles and stuff that you could in the beard styles?
0: (laughs) I looked through a couple and then I just hit randomize and I'm like, this is fine.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I had to make one that kind of looked like myself, but maybe a little more hair. But it was kind of weird. Like the dreadlocks and the beard, like you could see like the, like you could actually see the hair. It was not like classic, like boxy type hair Where it just was
0: had like the, the the textures built in that made it look like that
1: yeah it was like actual strains of hair the like the cornrows yeah the cornrows were like oh my goodness these look like real corn rolls.
0: So now you're making me kind of sad I didn't look because I just randomized and I got a super like doofy looking face on that guy. And I'm like, yeah, that's my winner right there. <laughs> <laughs> my defense is only as good as how bad I look sometimes.
1: So, yeah, you don't want to mess with that. No. How tall did you go?
0: Mm, seven foot.
1: Gotcha. I did like six six because that was the highest shooting. That was just the tallest you could get and have a 90 foot 95 shooter. Uh-huh,
0: yeah, smart. Yeah, if I would have kept going taller, I would have like really started losing speed and knowing center is going coast to coast every time. I'm like, I can't be that slow. I gotta be involved.
1: If I'm going to make a center, he's going to be like eight feet. I'm going to go as tall as I can. (laughs) I don't care. Like (laughs) rebound. hound. I don't want to even jump.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's
1: like how tall I want to be.
0: Just, just don't get in with Giannis. He steals every rebound from you.
1: I'll have to be a different team then. I guess. Yeah,
0: Something else. No tall guys.
1: More than 150 weapons to master, 30 enemy types, fully voice cast, 20 characters. Wow. I can tell already you're going to be happy fully, you know.
0: I love when they have the voices in there.
1: Yeah. I, l- I enjoy, like, the multiple enemy types because I think it adds just a little more strategy to it.
0: Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Granted, it, the the voices in the NBA Two K twenty one kind of got tiring of the constant like same player and coach banter every time, but that's fine. Right, got to
1: start somewhere and have something. Low polygon assets with Art Deco design.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say from the start, it looked kind of low poly. That was the style that they were going for with the, Deco. the the shapes building together. I couldn't describe Art Deco if I wanted to, though.
1: I always loved just what people come up with. And I always wonder how long they spend mm-hmm. as someone who's put stuff in the app store. I tend to overthink it. So I wonder like how people end up getting to where they are.
0: I got to hope they come in with a plan of like, this is what I want it to look like.
1: Well, it's more the description. Oh, sure. Right. How do they describe it? The boat is called hope.
0: Why are they <laughs> doing that to us?
1: Perfect. I didn't look if there was multiplayer. I did only single player. Gotcha. Oh, good. This will be our first week. You can't, you don't beat me on the podcast.
0: <laughs> now, if we would have played uh, NBA, I think you would have had a better go at it.
1: Oh, what are we waiting for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. This ship is going full Bermuda Triangle. Welcome
1: to my realm, child.
0: This voice acting is great.
1: Maybe we're missing out. Maybe we should do voice acting for games. I don't know if I have that much range. Just find your wheelhouse, yeah. lock it in.
0: I th- I think you've got the potential for it.
1: It could be fun just to be part of different type of projects and
0: just sit and record your voice all the time,
1: right? Or it could be like Siri and just say words and they just <laughs> reuse them, words and sounds.
0: I can't imagine how long it. She had to sit like in a booth and just say words and probably has to keep updating too.
1: I also think she couldn't tell people she was Siri for a long time.
0: Oh, yeah, probably not.
1: Think about keeping that to yourself. Nope. Choose your survivor. (laughs) I'm going to be Fargo Dexler.
0: All right, then I will give Mirage a try.
1: Nice. Day one, lobby. Dexler looks like an old-time detective or cop out on his luck kind of deal
0: mirage is a black lady with a giant afro in a beautiful pink or purple dress she's ready for a night out on a fancy ship
1: so so far you kind of click to move and then you can interact with other people and when you click on those items it kind of gives you different options
0: And it looked like it was kind of squares based on grids, but not quite as well-defined as our last ones have been.
1: Or as obvious where you can move.
0: That's probably the better way to describe, yeah.
1: So far, you know, they're setting up the story. There's dialogue with another character. I wonder how much of this game is going to be dialogue-driven versus the survival. I know it talks about survival, but I'm trying to get a feel for what is the... Is it gonna be more battling fighting or is it gonna be more like moving and surviving?
0: Oh, well, that's interesting. You know, based based on the character I picked, I don't imagine that there's a lot of fighting without some weapons. And I know you remember saying something about weapons. So right. I think it might be some sort of mix of fighting when you need to. But you're probably right that it's gonna be a lot of movement and story.
1: Okay, jumping onto an elevator. Go see where this takes us.
0: Floor one, or deck one. Deck I one. gotta get nautical. We're a ship, man. I'm sorry.
1: Let's get nautical. <clears throat> Searchable.
0: Time to move towards the uh, that's the starboard side, perhaps.
1: There you go. You, which which is which? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, got some bandages. Nope. Uh,
0: drag and drop items on your action bar. Okay. They're doing a really good job with this at the beginning of tutorialing, which I think is nice.
1: Got my first villain. Oh, a wow. thrall. A thrall. So it says. Oh, okay. It's player a, action.
0: It's a zombie.
1: He seems like a little zombie. Bones poking out of him. Right, I'm gonna punch him.
0: That's that's a good plan.
1: All right. Well. Oh boy, I got three punches, and then he got to punch me back to player action. Uh, no, we're gonna keep punching. Punch him. Alright, so there's a. Oh, interesting. So, as you do your actions,
0: it takes away.
1: How far you can move.
0: Okay. So, kind of like the last game where things take a certain amount of power.
1: Oh, here we go. Gone. That's how it goes. Ooh, I got a consumable.
0: Oops. I should have finished him off in two turns, but I ran away and took a third. Took an extra hit that I probably shouldn't have.
1: Finding a lot of scraps and other parts. With that being said, I wonder how much you'll be able to like build weapons or craft, I guess is a better way to say it.
0: Oh sure. I do like that when you're like not in combat, there's no like limit on the movement that you're doing. Right. So it's not like, oh, do this, do that, okay, now it's the enemy's turn. I mean, we don't really have an enemy right now, so I guess that kind of plays relevance to this.
1: Oh, I found another one. Oh, did you? Full punch mode. Yeah, there's actually two people in this room.
0: Oh, really? I'm try to avoid finding that second one for a while, I think.
1: He doesn't, he's not moving, he's not like coming to you. So I wonder, classic zombie style, where they just, if you don't haze them or raise them, if they they don't don't come after you. Right. That would make sense, He's not like patrolling or nothing.
0: I keep falling one hit short on killing off these
1: zombies. Oh, really? Are you moving a lot? I'm literally just standing in front of them and punching them.
0: I've moved both times. Um, One time I moved away because the zombie, it seems like, has very small movement.
1: Oh, okay. A lot of scraps, a lot of ruins Alright, let's see if the bandage works What that will do Didn't really heal as much as I hoped Ooh, I found a lead pipe
0: A lead pipe? You got yourself a weapon?
1: Finally, ooh, found a locked door Yeah, so now we gotta find a new guy to try But I agree with you Not having to wait for turns That's what we ran into a lot last week Even when there's no villains around Hunting catapult. Dexler in the bathroom with the lead pipe.
0: <laughs> oh, it's more exciting than me. I got Mirage in the bathroom trying to use some broken bottles.
1: So it looks like using a weapon takes up more of your points, we'll say.
0: Ooh. I was able to sneak around the guy and take him out with the... Uh... With the uh, broken bottle that I picked up.
1: Oh, nice. So that's exciting. Already a different weapon than I have. I have, as I mentioned, a catapult thing. Oh, found a broken bottle, but lead pipe's 12 12 hit points, so I'll take that. Oh, okay.
0: I was hoping the lead pipe, like, we'd be able to equip it somewhere, but I don't necessarily know if I understand this whole system well enough yet. I think this will be interesting to see as we wander through and pick up some more weapons and figure out the play style.
1: I'm hoping there's some ridiculous things you can use. Some of the zombie games where you find these ridiculous weapons and ridiculous ways to take care of them makes the game fun.
0: It gives me hope that there's a mix between like sneaking and balancing out your weapons. I think a lot about my roommate in college who played a lot of Resident Evil, and there was so much value in holding on to every single bullet that you had. And so I wonder how much of a scarcity there's going to be in this one.
1: Or like setting up traps. Like you said, just finding unique ways to handle the different rooms. So and
0: they they promise a lot of complexity. So it it could be interesting for us as we experience this.
1: So what's the other game we're going to be looking at?
0: Uh, So the other game we're going to play is called Mini Motorways. It's a, a sort of town simulation where you'll deal with some houses and shopping centers.
1: Kind of like a Sims yeah, in a
0: sense. Go a lot easier on it. It's it's all about just managing your traffic patterns. So become oh. a traffic engineer. Oh, that sounds fun. So if you have other ideas for games we should play, you can message us on our Instagram at Insert Token to Play or send us an email. It's play at inserttoken to com. And we'd love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast medium of choice. That helps more people hear us. And that's what we're trying to do.
1: Thanks for listening.